0: Today there have been terrible reports of a hurricane, which they are calling Irma, that is sweeping through the Caribbean islands working its way up towards the Florida coast in America, where it is expected to make landfall. It is a Category 5 hurricane which is considered very big and very dangerous. It has a sustained wind force of 180 miles an hour and has already decimated many small islands. Lives have been lost and people are missing, some of them British holiday makers. The pundits and experts are saying that although this area does have hurricane seasons, there has never been one as big as this in a hundred years, and they are blaming global warming, greenhouse gases and the continued burning of fossil fuels. In short, our modern way of living, and some may say thoughtless and selfish, With modern technology media and television news reports, it is possible to see the outcome of the devastation that the hurricane has wrought and it brings home to me how we fail in our responsibility for our lovely planet. And there is no avoiding the truth that each and every one of us is responsible. Every time that we buy a plastic bag, we fail to remember that in the production of that bag, the atmosphere is polluted, with millions of particulates, which in turn contribute to global warming, which alters the established weather patterns, not to mention the obviously well-known polluting factors of plastic. I, for one, know how easy it is to forget our little linen shopping bags or sturdy wicker bags that my grandmother took with her, always to do her shopping. But after many groans of, I've forgotten my bags, I have finally learned to connect these devastations to my behavior and no one else's, so it becomes personal. And now I mostly always remember to take them, even taking a string bag in my handbag for any unplanned shopping. One thing I think about a lot when one feels the problem is too big and it's all too late is that everyone if everyone did their small bit and took responsibility for their small patch of this planet then we would be on our way to renew renewed and restored world but it does need everyone what a wonderful legacy we will be leaving you my great-great-grandchildren what a wonderful legacy for everyone's great-great-grandchildren Every person, every household. This is how the Genesis movement will grow. It will start as a tiny spark in an individual's mind and grow just as a spark of fire can grow into a mighty inferno and be all consuming. We saw this in the fire at the bottom of our garden. I believe this is how the Genesis movement will come into being, not through government legislation. People have become used to ignoring dictums. They now almost do not hear or see it, but it will happen in the hearts and minds of each individual, who inside has a longing for the peace and plenty of the Garden of Eden. David and I are feeling very much like this at the moment, and what we have found, much to our surprise, is that it is much easier than we thought. Friday the 8th of September, 2017. Got up this morning to drenching rain. Little word about the pigeon fledgings that are in the nest above the back door. They are really quite big now, and with mother and the two of them in the nest that dad made is really inadequate. I got up on a chair to lift the umbrella down to empty the water, half expecting to see at least one drowned pigeon inside, but no, there they were above. They have grown so much, one was even sitting on the crossbar of the Ramada, gently and weakly lifting its wings up and down. The children joined me to look but soon returned indoors as it was pelting down with rain. It was time to start school. They have gradually lost momentum this week as they are not used to the structured day after the long summer holiday where they have run free and climbed trees, ventured with their brother Marshall down the drawback to the football pitch and building a water slide in the secret garden. All of that has had to be put aside into the weekend, and it's Friday, very near the weekend and they're beginning to disconnect. Rain or not, it's time for a brisk walk up to the top of the road and back to reconnect with the elements. On with the wellies, the Macintoshes and hats, and off we go. Leaping over or in every puddle on the way, this is the way to re-engage with the purpose of the day. As we walk briskly along the road, with children rushing on joyously, I cannot reflect on how different their life is now than it was. This couldn't have happened while struggling with the preparation an early morning commute to school, as it was with a fairly regular hissy fit from Rose, who hates to be hurried, and the troubled look on the face of a tearful jaunty who doesn't read as well as everyone else and he feels demoralised. What a start to the day that was, and then me. I just felt mean as I was already homeschooling Marshall and Tom and it was hugely successful. I just felt guilty about sending the other two to school, away from home. Why didn't I take them out, then you may ask? I know that many people have mixed age groups being taught at home and I know it can work. But I knew that Tom and Marshall needed my individual attention full time, particularly Tom, who struggled at school and was very unhappy. Just one week of teaching him myself, I discovered that he was severely dyslexic. No wonder he was so utterly miserable. After a glorious wetting, we finally settled down to the work of the day. After our math session, we looked at William Wordsworth's poem about the kitten playing in the autumn leaves. It is a lovely poem. Most people know words with daffodils, but he's written many others that are just as lovely and evocative. The children were very engaged with it and set about starting to write their own poem on autumn. Marshall had joined us at milk time, as he hasn't started his course yet. He wrote a very good poem, which really inspired the children. We should have we had our French lesson next, but their concentration was going, I'd almost lost them to the weekend, and so after lunch, we did some art. Perfect to end the week. The wonderful thing about home education is you do not have to stick to any order or format as long as you cover all the subjects required. You can change your subject to get the maximum from the mood of the moment. This you cannot do in schools, and understandably. The rest of the day passed peacefully, me here chatting to you on my computer, and the children playing very loud and noisy games upstairs. Every now and again I can hear very raucous laughter.